All right, let's fucking do it. I'm recording. Hello, Internet, and welcome to the Friendship Snake Podcast. I am your host, Wade Mariano, and I'm joined as always by Trace Finicaro and Hispin Glover. That is a one Gunner Kennedy. Gunner, nice job again. Not disappointing anymore. You got over your hump and out of the funk. Yes. Slow clap. Slow clap for Gunner. Like like what you do at a golf tournament? Or other sporting events that are happening in other countries and uh, on fight islands. Um, so uh, kind of news topic. Governments are talking about how they're going to get sports um, kind of started up and, and, and what the recent future is going to look for sporting events uh, because people are stuck in their homes and um, they could use something to watch, something enter- entertaining. Uh, one of the models that they're looking at uh, in Korea, who obviously has done a significantly, I don't know, more effective, or just they've just done more to kind of uh, address the current situation. They actually are having sporting events right now, uh, but they are without fans. So there are Korean baseball games and soccer games, I believe, as well. I was only kind of aware of the baseball games. Gunner is aware of some soccer games. Um, but they are having these sporting events that are televised but without any fans, and it's the concept is really strange. I've not watched one of these. I did watch some clips from a uh, the UFC had a relatively large pay per view. Well, I say relatively large. It was the it was the largest pay per view, um, monetarily speaking, uh, ever in the history of the company. Which that's not a surprise. I mean, you're kind of you kind of got a bit of a handy. You're, you're probably kind of being given a bit of a handicap there because there's nothing else, no other sporting events on. But one of the weird kind of things that I noticed, uh, aside from there being no one cheering and it's just two men beating the shit out of each other, (laughs) which made it seem just a little strange, a little off. Uh, In one of the the, uh, events that I watched, the highlights, a guy was getting his teeth knocked out by a buddy of his. Like these guys were fighting, you know, it was a scheduled fight, but they knew each other and were very friendly with each other. And I guess when the guy who had uh, been uh, delivering the strikes um, knocked this guy's teeth out, he saw the guy's the guy's teeth fly out and was like, while he's on top of him, punching him and grappling him, was like, hey, I'm sorry, man. <laughs> and the other guy is just like, it is what it is. <laughs> and it all got picked up on camera, which normally would never get picked up by the by the microphone on oh, camera. Oh, because you'd never hear it, right? Because you hear the people thousands shouting. Thousands of fans going berserk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Man, that's weird. It's, I mean, it's weird watching a lot of the shows right now without an audience because they are more silent or yeah, it's even weirder because a lot of them, like they have no choice, but to rope like their children into it. So like, it's just completely normal right now for Jimmy Fallon to just bring like family members into his episodes because, you know, I'm stuck home. <laughs> you know what, what else are you going to do? You're going to bring items from your home into the video. Um, which is, which is very strange to me. Um, Saturday Night Live did the, uh, the weekend update this week and um one of them was wearing like a button-up shirt with no tie and the other one was just wearing like a sweatshirt and i didn't really get it i'm like <laughs> like how hard is that wardrobe <laughs> to pull off <laughs> you're already going to be green screened on some news background how hard is it to just put a fucking tie on you don't even need pants 
Just put a fucking tie on. Apparently, Gunner has some information. That there, there is apparently an audience in the North Korean soccer games. Well, the, the, not the, traditional. It was, it was South Korean. So they, 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 South they, Korean. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yes. So, um, uh, one particular soccer club in their home stadium. Um, so, you know, to kind of cover up the the emptiness of the stands because they can't actually have people watch. You know, they've been using cardboard cutouts, but the, they decided that they were really committed to um the uh the 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 enlivening of that fake studio audience as it were um and and as a uh you know cross-funding slash marketing attempt so they uh bought 30 um deluxe air quote mannequins to fill out the stands and pose them uh, in various like celebratory ones it's so just clarity so yeah, it's like an, just, it was like an empty stage with just random well they just they, air they, quote mannequins yeah so that they, they 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 had them so that they would be in camera shot and it would make it look you know like because the, the the cardboard ones are basically in the rows the 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 main rows so why don't you just call them be, sex dolls I don't understand because why the manufacturer the manufacturer because the manufacturer specifically oh. said that they are not I mean like the oh. the, man, the company that they bought them from makes sex dolls and mm -hmm. adult toys. Mm -hmm. So do they and, just make them without fuckholes? Is that what's happened? Well, they're, they're just they're just they're just trying to make it sound better. And and they were all wear they the if you looked at the clothing that was on the uh, lady mannequins, mm -hmm. um, there were all uh, advertisements for adult uh, adult entertainment sites all over them. So um, oh, I'm not sure. You know, if you put a, a bike tire patch, you know what I'm talking about when I say yeah. that. Like the yeah, circular, yes, yes, bike yeah. tire patch. If you glued one of those over the hole it would kind of look like a merkin then it's not then it, then it's okay a merkin is a wig for your crotch what yeah there's a name for it yeah. so like when you're an actor hey, when you're an actor hey, or an hey, actress okay yeah if you're an actor or an actress and uh you need to do a nude scene but yeah. you don't uh it, but but if you if if you have to do a nude scene, but you don't happen to have hair down there, um, yeah, you just go and buy a merkin. No shit. Why did I not know about this? This is interesting. Because it's been a while since we've it's, been up all night and had these conversations just bleed into point. our. Uh, that's that's true. Point. And you know you know what happens is like when you're a pervert and you Google all of the celebrities that you're interested in, um, and then you find their photos, like when you go on Mr. Skin, it'll tell you. Like this actress had to wear a merkin, and then you have to Google it. So you kind of find out if you go down the rabbit hole, which you know, a friend told me that. Hmm. Interesting. Jesus, that's bizarre. But the bike oh, tire yeah. patch would work, right? Yes. That not now it's no longer a sex doll. It's just a very deluxe mannequin. Yeah, you can't. <laughs> I mean, those patches. If if they can hold a, if they can prevent a. You know, a slice in your bike tire from from leaking out air, it should prevent just about anything from going inside that um, mannequin. <laughs> do, you, do you think they have a Star Wars line? And there's one I got to go there. That's called Mannequin Skywalker. I don't. I don't. I don't know. Maybe. I don't uh, think how, I don't. I don't how, think women getting like sex dolls. To be honest with you. Well, actually, no. There, there were, there were, there were two. So they do make, they do make male ones as well. Again, it's not really. It's more like a market. Um, 
it's more like a they make them, but the majority of people who are buying them would not be buying guys. And there's also kind of this thing where guy guy people who are kind of designing them, I think there's a thing where they won't design you won't make a guy with a bigger package than you. You know, like it's it's kind of they're kind of like over the top. They're implicitly <laughs> the, over the top. The mm. guy is just like this guy, this mannequin is <laughs> gonna have a, a tiny flaccid penis. <laughs> and that's it. And it's yeah, what? it's just like and it's not really it really doesn't have rack appeal, you know. It's just I, like it's just <laughs> you're looking at you staring at I, I wish I knew more about these these sex dolls because um I, I don't really understand the idea of of the the sex doll and i get i get the idea the, the fundamental idea of one right like i saw um what was that real girl movie uh lars and the real doll or something yes like lars and the real doll um i get the whole idea of of having an, an inanimate significant other or sexual um partner or whatever like I, I i i understand why i mean there's i i'm living canister to new york there was always rumors about people having intercourse with their animals in this neighborhood. I get why, um, why the standards are so low that the, that the sex doll could replace it. What I don't understand is how there could be a demand for one that's like, that, that doesn't have any weight to it. Like that's, all the ones- that's what I was assuming. Like I assumed that these were kind of like cheap inflatables. Are you telling yeah. me these are like the No, these, these are real like, these these are real doll class. Oh, like, they are. Uh, yes. Like the oh, ones no. that look like people. Yeah. No wonder. But, oh Jesus. Wow. So, that's gonna be very expensive. Are those inflatable ones just for gag? I I, I can only they're assume really, they're they're only no, for I mean gag. like there there's there's kind of a bit, but yes, is the general at this point is that it's really kind of a, a gag. Because like yeah. I, I I I went to um you know, my friends have pools and they have like, you know, like a, like a donut or a, a bagel or a slice of pizza that's inflatable. Right. I mean, it's just not the right material. Yeah, I don't I understand. How always I, just gags. If it, I, I, yes. And again, because I guess it depends how desperate the situation is. What a great I, well, idea. Yeah. Let's make well, a doll, a sex doll that actually can't be used for sex, but just represents the idea of a sex doll. And let's just, let's manufacture them for three cents, sell them for $10 in profit. What a fantastic idea. I'm not saying you, uh, the three of us should start doing it. I just think it's such a great idea. Like, like when did that demand happen? Right. Like, I think, like it's, you like work it's, at a shop? I think yeah. it's, no, I think it's like a niche thing. Like it's, I believe it's always kind of been like a gag type of thing. And it's just, yeah, I don't like know. Like you work at a sex shop and people are like returning these sex dolls. They're like, Oh, I just wanted it for a bachelor party. It was a gag. And they're like, no, I'm sorry, you can't return a sex doll. Yeah. They're like, oh, well, maybe we should get ones just for gag. Gag gifts. I'm pretty sure that somebody has probably used. Okay, one. all right. In the history of of this of the cheap blow up sex doll, I'm sure that there have been people that have. Uh, you know, it's I don't like, know. It, it's, it's like <laughs> done it's something. Like some, with it. It, it's like somebody who just couldn't like really commit fully to the imaginary trip that is the flashlight, but. Um, <laughs> you see the flashlight the flashlight is so much more practical or the in, or the muscle and warmed design, up in the microwave with a garbage in, bag in texture there's everything's better about the flashlight i think the flashlight i think it's dishwasher safe too yes which is a it's a it's a really gross concept 
you know, you go over to somebody's house and you're like, oh, you know what? Let me help you empty out your dishwasher. We just made a whole bunch of new dishes eating dinner. And you're like, oh, that thing is in there. Oh, wait, does that mean that that was that that your dishwasher washed that with the dishes I just ate off of? Like what? Well, you know, the detergent makes it all safe in the end. It right? does. It sterilizes it. Yeah. And, and, the, and the heat. Meat of yeah. The water. yeah. If you can share a fork, you can share a flashlight. I, mean, I don't know if you want to share it. I mean, well, you could have washed it in between, I guess. That's what but, I'm talking about. What? Yeah. What were you thinking of? Uh, when you say share a flashlight, <laughs> the immediate thing I think of is just sharing it. <laughs> Pass like, it on over like a beer. <laughs> like, like a like a flashlight with two ends on it. Oh, now you've okay. That's not what I was thinking, but okay. But <laughs> I guess we've gone there. But yeah, I mean that kind of turns it into a shake weight. I mean, if you just if it's just if it's if you just like forget time or like full time, it's essentially just like a, being an Eskimo brother with someone. Oh, That's true. And if you say cream freeze while you do it, it's not gay. <laughs> Creme fresh? Is that what you're trying to say? Yeah, I don't. I, I it was a long time ago, and I saw that episode of South Park. <laughs> so, so I don't even know what it is. The, I just know Stan's dad kept saying it. Is is it? You have you have to say that, and you also have to make eye contact without blinking the entire time, because then it's an attempt to assert dominance instead of a, a sex act. Yep. Or if there's a clown, it's not gay then either. Okay, that's yeah. very true. Actually, that's that's factual. That holds up in a court of law. If there's a clown present observing, or the, the yes, the UN had to make a rule. Partaking. On it. And the yep. seriousness face, it's actually equal and opposite. If you're laughing f the entire duration. It's, it's not gay. <laughs> like that laugh. If yeah. like, if Wade's doing that laugh the whole time. Yep. It's or I also heard this laugh. Ha, 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 ha. If you did that, that's not it's not it's not. Well that's that's it's my orgasm good. sound. Yes. Okay, I took it too far. So yeah, so sports trying to happen without <laughs> the going. audience. We can't get back. I don't know how we get back. We're Just, there. We're back. We're so back. So you got a dark place with you the got, clown in the double-ended flashlight. <laughs> yeah, well, that, that's, that's eventually what what major sporting events are going to degenerate into. All right, we'll get post-apocalyptic so Earth. Back so, to sports. <laughs> um, they're trying to figure out here, but like baseball. So two major sports in this country, obviously the NFL, professional football, and uh, Major League Baseball. So. They've taken two very distinct approaches. The NFL has just said, fuck it, practice however you want to practice. We plan an opening, and it is what it is because it's impossible to play our sport with any type of social distancing. And Major League Baseball has this weird, like, weird rule where only two people can touch the ball. And if a third person touches the ball, the ball has to be like thrown out or some shit. It's, like, it's, it's mind numbingly complex and honestly. It's just dumb, and I'm the NFL's got. I'm I, I'm not with them in a lot of the decisions they make. Um, but as far as like, listen, these are super athletes who you know for the most part really take care of their bodies um, and are significantly healthier than or in better shape than a vast majority of the of the country. Um, they're really like I think the chances of of one of them contracting. 
the mortality rate is like 0.00004 or some shit. It's practically non-existent. And the NFL is just like, listen, we'll monitor them. We'll test them. Somebody gets it. We'll pull them. But other than that, there's nothing you can do. You know what I mean? Like so constant a, testing is way too much. They had, and I'm sure you've heard this going around, but since our last episode, there's been an uptick in the reports of children getting sick from the virus. <laughs> And in, in some cases, some of the children have actually died from it that were perfectly healthy children. Really? And I believe it comes back to that, um, that storm that Gunner was talking about um, with the immune system. Yes, because basically they're, it, you, have a trigger, you trigger a massive immuno response and then their freaking peripheral nervous system gets attacked. Or they stroke out because there's like hemorrhagic effect. Or like there's weird blood clotting effects of the infection. Yeah. So I, I can only imagine that. I mean, what you're saying is probably correct, but I can only imagine that as a result of this, right? If you add up all of the professional players, that there's going to be one death, right? There's if you add up all of the, yeah, there's going to be. Okay, yeah, you're right. There will be at least one death, and. What's going to be what I think is going to be interesting is how the nation perceives that, right? Because, like, it's one of the issues that you have whenever you pioneer something. And I know we're not pioneering sports, but this is something that we haven't really dealt with, at least in our lifetime before. And uh, this is one of the problems with space travel, it's one of the problems with artificial organs. Um, and I, Gunner probably knows more about all of that stuff than I do, but um. There's, there's, there's always a fear, like, let's send people to the moon. Well, if they end up getting trapped there, then we don't really want to send people to the moon anymore, right? We're kind of scared to do it. Fortunately, they made it back. Um, same thing with the, uh, the artificial uh, organs. And, and there was a story, I want to say it was in the 80s, but I, I don't know. Gunner probably knows more. But there was a man who, who was living on an artificial heart, and he, um, he slowly degenerated and died and the country watched him and it really scared humanity away from or at least the united states away from this concept of having uh, an artificial heart for quite a while even though the technology could probably have improved um if if we were okay with having more test subjects so i wonder what the lasting effects of this will be because all it's going to take is for a couple of a couple of these athletes to die and I think there's going to be some like reflection moment. There might even be people that are just outright like upset with the industry for even going back to begin with, even if statistically it's still very, very low and they might have equal, they would have equally died by something else in that given period of time. Um, I have a feeling that it's going to turn into a blame game. Yeah. And no, I, I think it's going to get politicized. There's absolutely no doubt. I mean, we're so uh, just, Everything's politicized. You can't. You can't even. If, if you can't even come together on the fucking against a, an epidemic, you just you're not going to be able to come together. But that being said, it's just uh, if these guys choose to play like a lot, so the major league baseball players are kind of like, well, we don't want to put ourselves at risk, selves at risk. But that that's a league dynamic, and the reason I say that is all those contracts are guaranteed, especially for those superstars. Yeah. They make all that money football players is not guaranteed contracts. Like you get fucking hurt. You're done. Like there's nothing, mm -hmm. there's nothing to, to protect you. So a lot of these guys and, and they pay is significantly less individually. Um, you know, there are obviously you have your mega stars that make a lot of money, but they're still not making like baseball or basketball money. 
Uh, so a lot of these, I, I do think a lot of these guys just want to get out there and play. Why is that the case? Um, well, uh, are the teams on average larger? Why? How? Because football yeah. seems to be the sport everyone cares about in our it in is. our country. It's by far the king. It's it's surpassed all other sports. Um, and it's it's in the driver's seat right now for sure. Um, it's I mean you're, it's a seventy it's a fifty two man roster. You know what I mean? Plus, uh, I think they get between eight and 12 players for practice squad that they could just call up. So it's right. just a lot more people for it to go around. You know, a baseball team. Are the uh, injuries higher too? So is there oh, a lot yeah, yeah. higher costs? I mean, the average, uh, the average career for a football player is three years, I think. So, and a lot of that has to do with the, the massive strain on the body and what it does to you. And people argue, Oh, you know, there's new people coming in. It's like, yeah, because the past three years you've put yourself you know, you put yourself. Some people got some guys put themselves into a fucking wheelchair at forty-eight. You know what I mean? Like, right. it's a way more physically demanding sport. Is it, I mean, like you know, they talk about it. Dan, uh, Dan Marino, he can't walk. He can't walk upstairs. Yeah, and then he's it, like, what? He's in his fifties. Like, yeah, but no, but I mean, like, even in his like, he was like, that was one of the things is that like they kind of hide it, and he. I mean, like he wasn't getting fucking smashed around as fucking the, 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 those you know like the right. <laughs> Front, front end guys, but like his, he, his nose, where his nose is getting smashed around with fucking cocaine. <laughs> yeah, well, no, but I mean, like he, he, like he's like Mick Foley fucked up. Yeah, no, and a lot of sadly, a lot of guys um, are like that, which is why you are seeing some guys, some some smarter guys like Patrick Willis. I know it comes to mind immediately. Um, was a guy that was in his prime, probably had another. Geez, he took care of himself, so he probably had another. Could have been another seven, eight years uh, when he retired. He retired like. I think this is three or four years ago now, but in his prime was just like, I've made enough money to set my family and my siblings up and, you know, we're all going to have to work or whatever, but you know, I'm not going to fucking sacrifice my health essentially for it. But unfortunately it's, it's callous to say, but I do think it's true because the injury rates are so high and it is such a dangerous sport to play. Um, you know, just the workforce is more, by that, I'm sorry. The workforce is more expendable, and I, I played football, I played college ball. Like, I, but you're just, just more expendable because you can in a second in one play you could be done. I'm still pissed that they just haven't gone all in, and like you know, like mutant league slash juicers from riffs where it's like we can make you a superhuman, but you do, you like just burst into flames spontaneously on the on the fucking on the fucking field at like at like 32 or something like that, you know, like you're just, you're playing the best game of your life, you do whatever. And it's just like fire and you melt like one of the freaking Nazis. I mean, and uh, sadly, it's, uh, there are a lot of guys. I mean, the quality of life is just terrible. You know, I, I, I guess, I guess you could argue that technically we're doing that right now because people were never meant to sustain the level of damage. You know, like you want to get into modern football. It's, 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 it's like, even us in fucking fighting megafauna like saber tooths and fucking mammoths really wasn't that kind of level of consistent. No, it's at uh, the average collision on a football field is as if two cars were doing thirty miles an hour and and did, and just head on slammed into each other. It's like and do that for fucking three hours. Like, <laughs> yeah, well, technically, I guess do that for for an hour each quarter. Well, you know, they minutes, they, but... they talk about because that was actually the biggest thing that started this was that Florida basically told everyone to eat a dick when. You know that they're, they're they just they they what is it? It's the game theory thing where it's like all the all the guys have to like agree not to testify against each other. 
but Florida was um I don't know what had to happen, but the WWF basically paid Florida off to let them have sporting events there. Well, funny you mentioned that because this the it did make national news. Um, I think yesterday or the day before, Tom Brady was at like a park just practicing uh, routes with his receivers. Tom Brady left the Patriots. If people mm-hmm. that don't follow sports, you know, he was there for 20 years, yep. won a numerous amount of champions. Not much of an argument, but arguably you could say arguably the greatest of all time. I don't know how you could argue against it, really. Um, and uh, he he went down to Tampa Bay for this year. He's going to play in Tampa Bay this year. And uh, he was just out of the park with all his wide receivers, practicing routes, practicing situational routes, and, and passing, which is like, you know, and it's like they said, you know, he's spitting out his hand before the before he yeah. throws the ball, and he's yeah. sharing towels and shit, and Florida's mm-hmm. like, Eh, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, it's it's interesting because we're finally entering a, a phase where I'm noticing things are opening up as well. Um, New York had its um, marinas in certain areas and its yep. golf courses open. And I had the luxury of bumping into one of our local golf course owners um, uh, a few days ago. And I asked him how it was going, like how was how, how, how he was operating his business. Um, and he said one thing that I found very interesting. And that was that, um, even if people showed up in the same car, um, when they arrived to the golf course, um, according to the rules, they each have to take their own cart. So like, (laughs) like if you show up to the golf course with your friend or something like that, you, you may have ridden in the same car there, but once you get to the golf course, you have to get into a different golf cart, um, which I guess somehow made the playing a little bit quicker for the people that were playing there. Um, they kind of zoomed around a little bit faster. I don't know if that's maybe because um, the next cart is already ahead. You don't have to wait for everyone to you know stumble back into a single cart. But um, I just found that hilarious that even if you <laughs> show up in the same car, their policy forces them to put people into different golf carts um, in order for them to to play there. Um, and then, uh, Gunnar, you were talking about the process of of you know some of these larger businesses reopening um, and how some of them actually need to go as far as to keep track of where people are going in their lives. Right. Isn't that what you were saying? So, um, yeah. And I guess the, the premise, the premise that they announced actually said that made, they publicly announced it. So turning the, 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 the United Indian nation is reopening the casinos. Um, there is a check, basically their checkpoint. So when people come in, they have their, they have their capacity cap. You have to live within 120 miles of the casino itself. So basically, they're 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 restricting customers to a certain specific area. And if you're employees, they actually want to know your activities outside of work to, to know if you were potentially exposed. In addition to doing like um, temperature spot checks and that kind of stuff. So and they're going to turn away customers that live further than 120 miles yes. away. Yes. Like, I, Jesus, so there's just going to be people at every entrance scanning driver's licenses with like distance software. Well, well basically, basically their home address. Yeah. So if they if their address was is falls outside of that, 
you know, tolerance zone. In theory, they're supposed to be bumped. They're basically supposed to be refused service. But 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 they need a program for that, right? Because how? Well, we 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 actually already have one done. It's you know basically you know like there's there's uh, it, it's not specifically spitting out that request that you're talking about, mm-hmm. but yes, is that they're do- they're actually doing validation on all the you know like the the clubs and stuff like that. We index you know like we we have the capacity to index and do live lookup on people I, I, IDs mm-hmm. at the door. So I mean, one any out out of state ID, no good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> New York State, um. I mean, it, it's without are, having are there, direct exposure. Is there to no them. other state that's within 120 miles? Um, I don't think. I mean, like of New York in general, yes. But I mean, like, I don't think that we're actually in the 120. Like, the only thing that's in 120 miles is actually Canada, right? Okay. I don't uh, know. I'm, I'm no. I mean, like, because I, well, I, I, like- I basically. I know that when I'm driving the when I'm driving the Kira, it's more than 120 miles to get into, P, you know, to PA. Because yeah, well, that's what I was gonna say because PA's got to be close to that. But it's more, yeah, it's more than 120 miles to get to PA from from the casino. I mean, it's roughly that's, two hours. It's, it's roughly two hours in any direction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, so it's yeah. just barely encompassing Albany. It's Buffalo's out. If you have, if you come, if you're from Buffalo, you're past 120 miles. I'd imagine you'd have to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, I question if Rochester is available, but well, you know, but Rochester would be they'd be going to wherever. Well, because there was a whole thing too that um, I I won't speak I won't speak for uh, my employer, but the state supreme court basically struck down saying that they passed they passed they had a ruling. Mm-hmm. And they basically said that any of the First Nation casinos in New York State don't have to actually comply with. Quote, yeah, sure. I was kind of sure. surprised with that. Like, yeah, yeah, because it's supposed to be state to state. So I can see that. I can see that they don't need to comply. But the problem is, I don't know. It, the problem is, is that it, if they weren't com- if they weren't complying on some level, then yeah. they would just become the cesspool, well, and then everyone would. I mean, everyone would go there and get the virus, and then they'd leave there. So well, we would end up quarantining. We would end up, the state would end up quarantining the Indian nation because it would be where everyone's sharing the virus. So they kind of have to play by the state rules yes. well, no, I mean, just like to prevent the state from just just fucking with their guests. Leave, you know. Again, any cynical, any any my raging inner cynic aside, I don't actually think that they would be. I what what they're doing now is much like what Tr- Wade is talking about with the sports teams, which is that unfortunately it's either because the, there's on, there really is only two alternatives, which is that we try and we try and figure out a way to do this as safely as possible, or we just abandon this because I, there isn't, there isn't, there isn't a, yeah, there isn't an alternative. I We're feel not- like this is, I feel like this 120 mile rule is, is identical, not identical, but it's very similar to the, uh, the Rhode Island thing, yeah. This the state, mm-hmm. out of state coming and going, but only for work things. Like, I, listen, it's highly un- unenforceable. I guess if you want to have security well, guards well, checking IDs all night it's, long, it's also it's it's also it's. I mean, like for for real, it's the you know again, it's your granular thing. It, it's because it's to minimize it's to minimize the window as much as you can for your, your contact tracing events. So if we do have a flare up and they have to figure out who's 
then yeah. where it's not like, oh, by the way, we've had people, who, you know, like, again, there's always going to be people who just do stuff. <laughs> this reminds me of like recall protocol for re- recall protocol for like foods. <laughs> right. Right. Where did it go? Where did it come from? Mm-hmm. What's the exposure? Yeah. I don't, wrong. I don't think it's a bad idea. I think it's, well, it's fine. It's this is, I mean, and again, because wait, this is, this is public health 101. Yeah, I mean, I and I agree, and I, I, there are some things. Um, there are some things that I'm totally on board with. Well, Korea, like we had talked about, like they've they've had this for months now, from what I understand, where there's an app and it kind of shows you the hot spots, shows mm-hmm. you kind of exposure rates. Uh, you know, keeps your keeps the information locally on the phone is what they claim. Um, and it's ha- actually they're rolling it out in Rhode Island as well. They claim that it's not the information is not shared with anyone. It's saved directly to your phone. But I, I that's the governor speaking, and I don't think she knows nearly enough about it. So I, I think somebody maybe just said that, but there may be some fine print. I'm sure that whoever developed this app had to make some money somehow, and yeah. it wouldn't shock me if they were. You know, they always they always say the information is going to be secure. And yeah. then the FBI starts fucking crying when they got to unlock another goddamn iPhone without Apple's help. So it's there's no there's no such thing as secure. Well, I, it just doesn't happen. No, and it, it, but the thing is, it's not. Listen, it, well, it's, it's the, not a bad. It's not a bad like look. It's it, it would be helpful. And here's the thing: when it comes to COVID. I'm I say as far as like HIPAA and stuff like that, which does hold its place and as is important, but it should be treated like the flu, not the not like a major like disease. It should be yeah, yeah. Everyone knows. No, you're it. right. Jimmy's got the flu. Jimmy's got COVID. It's no, you're right because world, because if if you think about the way that the flu's administered, the flu shots are administered, they're done in public places. Yeah, which means they're really it. It's one of those things where on mass. We have to, we have to be like, no, we we're going to, we're going to show trace getting a shot in front of all of his coworkers because any other process would just be like, it really wouldn't be protecting trace. It really wouldn't be protecting the public. So let's just do it on mass. And I, I kind of agree with that, um, but it's been interesting because uh, there's been a lot of um, speculation, especially with a lot of the conspiracy theorists, because the news outlets, um, and I don't know if we've talked about this before, but let me know if, if we have, but the news outlets are using the same footage um, for different stories. Oh, like the stock footage? Yeah. 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 And people are getting fucking pissed because like they'll talk about like Italy and then they'll show this footage in a hospital and then they'll talk about New York city and then they'll show the exact same footage in the hospital. Yep. So it's kind of like people talking about whether or not we made it to the moon or not and trying to look at the footage there and they're getting this footage. They're using the footage as evidence and they're like, well, this is obviously a, this whole thing is made up, but in reality it's because the hospitals aren't legally allowed to film yeah. those areas. Yeah. Well, that And it, this gets into the this gets into the bigger problem which is that for the most part new you know i hate i hate saying the problem the problem is is that as much as he says it he is also a person empowered by it but that fake news thing is not the one it gets broken into ways too simple to term but when news basically became popular entertainment after CNN to, to compete with CNN after CNN went live the first time, 
you know, back in the late seventies, early eighties, it just like, we, it, we we're fucked. We're fu- like, tell because everybody, most people stopped consuming printed news. They went to television and television has, you know, television has the, the, the seed kernel of all of the attention, er, you know, attention, non-retainment of Facebook and YouTube and, uh, and online media at, you know, like it's, it's just, it's, it's bad and you can't have legitimate discussions because there's an actual, you know, we're getting the news, but we want to, we want to minimize the cost of actually producing it. Well, but it is a production. At the end of the day, it's a production. And you're not going to have some black, some blank screen behind somebody when they're reporting, right? They're going to use, they're going to use stock footage. Uh, Is it, I guess, is is it, is it misrepresenting? I don't really know. Is it like, did did you, did you ever watch Max Headroom? Yeah, yeah. I think we talked about this like three episodes ago, didn't we? Maybe Max Headroom. Pretty sure yeah. we did. But it, it's it's that 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 whole premise is that you know Edison like basically the, the journalism in the future is actually an act of an act of uh, rebellion against the state because the only people who can actually do legitimate journalism are effectively pirates. Yeah, and. It, and like the pirates aren't even doing it for like some higher ethical thing. It's that because people are looking for genuine experiences and, you know, like you can talk about that, but yes, is that, that they, the pirate, the pirates get real news because their production cost is so low that they're basically self-contained and they can just sell it to other networks for less than the networks can produce it themselves. Speaking of news networks, uh, <laughs> I only got to see a small glimpse. I did a little more digging on USA Today, but uh, the Wall Street Journal had a uh, headline that Joe Rogan has signed a $100 million and multi-year deal. No other information. So I believe this may be a bit of a leak um, with Spotify. Yes. So he put an announcement up on his Twitter page. And uh, what he said was on September 1st, he's going to be on Spotify as well as on all of the other platforms. But this mm-hmm. is where it gets fucked up. He said at the beginning of next year, he's going to be exclusive to Spotify, which is insane to me because he's essentially, if he does this, he's essentially saying fuck you to all podcast platforms. Yeah. Well, because the, because the other thing they're talking about is he's, he is no longer uh, making his video podcast available on YouTube either. That I was curious about that as well because I actually had a I had a nice talk with um with one of our listeners this week. He was thinking he's thinking about um um he's building a new home and he's thinking about putting geothermal into it. So we talked a little while um because I have a little bit of experience uh, getting a geothermal uh, um, system installed, and um, we talked about that. And he he honestly believes that Joe Rogan like half of his plays are through YouTube. And I don't know, I don't have Joe Rogan's stats. I know that he's the most popular podcaster, um, it, but I don't know what his stats are. Like, I don't know if, you know, if, if, if it was really half or if it was a 10th, I, I was always under the impression that he was predominantly consumed under podcast forum. But what makes this screwed up is I, I kind of feel like this is what happened. And it was a mis- I, I do think in hindsight, it was a mistake. But do you guys remember when uh, um, I can't even think of his name right now? Um, 
the uh, the guy that went to satellite radio. Um, I can't Howard Stern. Howard Stern, yes. <laughs> I can't or remember or his Opie fucking name. Do you, do you remember when Howard Stern left? Um, I don't remember. I, I don't remember what network he was on no, previously. So he, he but was he on, was on E. He was on E for his video, like for his his podcast or his his show so recorded. He, he was actually- recorded on E, but I'm talking about the radio. He was he was syndicated through like a major radio broadcaster. I don't know uh, if it was Clear Channel or who it was. It wasn't yeah, Clear. It wasn't Clear Channel. It's actually oh. the CBS one. Mm-hmm. Oh. Uh, I have Joe Rogan's uh, stats up. His YouTube stats up anyway. Mm-hmm. So Jesus Christ, he averages a week uh, forty over forty million views. 40 million and that's pretty good for audio only i mean it's technically has a video but there's not really video content it's just them right, sitting yeah. there right so that's pretty good and also since it's well i would still consider it the secondary consumption i could probably i could be wrong about that infinity it almost seems like was the, was the infinity video. yeah so howard stern was on like every every it was he was free right with commercials and mm-hmm. he was available on every single like pretty much every major city had him available because of you said it was called infinity. Yes. It is. Yes. He could, because infinity had such a high saturation point with the radio stations. But then when he went to a, um, a paid only service, uh, I, from what I understand, he lost a lot of his listeners. Now the idea was, is that, well, this is the, was it XM or Sirius that he went to? I can't remember because it was he before to, they merged. He went to Sirius. He went to Sirius. So, of course, the idea is, is that, well, he's got enough listeners. It'll make Sirius the replacement for radio. But what it ended up doing was is it just kind of put a divide in the services. And then some people would pay for satellite radio and other people would just listen to somebody else. So it kind of made like new popular hosts on uh, morning radio. Because a lot of people weren't just going to start spending money as a result of that switch. Now, Spotify is interesting because it has a free tier. So yeah. I would assume that you could still get to Joe Rogan's latest podcasts for free, but what it will do is it'll kind of force you to use the the Spotify app to do it. Personally, I think that is it's kind of screwed up because I use a uh, a, a podcast you know app that allows me to connect to any podcast service. I just need to uh, search for them or punch in the the address. So I can just get all of my podcasts in one app. So I've really never really jumped into the Spotify thing. Um, but there's some advantages to Spotify, of course. Spotify can do things like um, has really good integration with a lot of the home devices like the Google Home and the Amazon Alexa um, and stuff like that. So, you know, I guess it's good from an integration perspective because you can just say to you could say, you know, t- to your Alexa, you know, play play this week's uh, Joe Rogan episode, but I don't know if that's enough. Um, I, I feel like it might be a mistake. I don't know. What do you guys think? <sighs> I'm not a big fan of the, the continued consolidation of media into our. Yeah, I don't, I, I kind of, I'm kind of with Gunner on this. Uh, my gut tells me. Um, I understand. why overall is bad. You no, know, I totally get the move. If you can do it, then do it. Because honestly, who else is going to compete? Well, like Spotify is essentially, as far as like the the, the music streaming services, Spotify and uh, I, I don't know, is iTunes? Would you say is is the is the direct competitor? 
Well, no, I mean, like, Spotify. actually, it would be Pandora. Would you want to get um, Pandora has podcasts? They, they, no, they, no, they did podcasts. No, so they have they have Spotify. comedy specials. I haven't heard any podcasts on Spotify, Spotify, Spotify's podcast thing is the same reason that Netflix and Amazon Prime started making their own programming, which is that they need something, they need something to basically yeah. drive, yeah. In user engagement on the site that's not licensed content from somebody else. Right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah, because it doesn't cost them anything once they own it. They kind of they don't have to pay for plays and stuff like that. That's an interesting. That's an interesting concept. I, this seems like it could have been a life saving move for a service like like SoundCloud. I think that would have been a cool thing. Yes. Um. But the th interesting thing about SoundCloud is SoundCloud's podcast platform gets aggregated just like the rest. So. It, the end users wouldn't be inconvenienced by it. Right. They would just still find it in their podcast list. This is going to be even crazier because his, his content is moving exclusively to there at the end of the year, which means you won't be able to go back and play his past episodes unless you happen to try to do it through Spotify. And the, my understanding of Spotify, I, I'm more familiar with Pandora personally, but my, my familiarization with, with Spotify is that if you want to play whatever you want to play, you have to pay. Like yeah. you can, you can let it, you can let it like, like select stuff for you. But if you want to be able to play anything that you want at any time, you got to give them whatever it is, two bucks if, a month or whatever. Yeah. If, if you want to do that, you can make your own playlist. Uh, and if it's long enough, they won't put like, they won't insert suggested titles in there. So you can eventually listen to what you want to listen to. You just might have to sort through some other songs that you like, um, which is why I prefer it to Pandora. But I, uh, but do you yeah, pay like for it? No, I don't pay for it. I just create so, a playlist. So this is this is what's interesting because um, we have the we have the Google Home devices and we got them as like a free item and as a gift. So it wasn't I didn't buy it after reading reviews. I didn't buy it. I, I have Amazon stuff in the house, so um, I didn't buy it because of device integration or anything like that. Um, we just ended up with them. And of course, when you have one, you know you're sitting around. You want it to start playing some music for you. So we started off. The recommended choice from Google was to um, to use either their YouTube music service um, or to use uh, Spotify. And I had heard nothing but great things about Spotify, so we tried it. And Spotify, um, first of all, it wouldn't play the songs that we asked. It would play. It would try to play the genre, though. Yeah. yeah. And their playlist format would it it just jumped into music that was unrelated right away. Whereas with Pandora, like the station eventually drifts into that. <laughs> somehow no, Pandora does time. a better version. Pandora does a significantly better job as far as suggested titles and things like that. So that you I definitely agree because with. Because you can create your own playlist. Yeah. I yeah. Like honestly, like a perfect example of work today. I have this, I have a playlist. I have like three playlists, four playlists that I'll listen to while I'm working. And, uh, mm -hmm. You know, it's all the same songs over and over, over and over again. I guess every day, but it's what I want to listen to. Like they're not inserting it. So, like I said, it has to be a certain length. That's how they kind of get. That's how they kind of get you because you could just say, "Okay, fuck it, I'll just <laughs> I'll put like three songs on this playlist and I'll just play that whenever I want." Right? Uh, oh, they're gonna okay. start inserting music. Yeah. Um, if if the playlist isn't big enough, but the playlist is big enough, they won't touch it. They won't mess with it really. 
That's 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 interesting. But it, it sounds to me, though, that the same issue is going to happen with Joe Rogan. So, like, you might be able to listen to the latest episode because that's their platform and they want more people to be on it. But if you want to go back and listen to, like, a specific interview with a specific person, I, I, from my experience with it, I think I'm going to have to pay money. Hey, Which, man, the, we, can, we, can, we can listen to any Friendship Snake podcast episode we want to on Spotify. You know what? That's a very good point. So maybe <laughs> maybe podcasts are, are are different than you're. You're completely right, actually. And I and I, I I had forgotten about that because I was at a friend's house and he's all uh, Alexa integrated, and and he said it. He just he just said, you know, hey Alexa, please play podcast or uh, Friendship Snake. Um, and of course, I'm sorry for the people who are listening to this on oh, shit. loudspeaker, yeah, and I just know. fucked up your home. But um, uh. Well, actually, it's it'd be even stranger. It would, I would have interrupted our own podcast to play our podcast. So that would have been, it's almost like podcast inception. So you know what? You're welcome because it just happened. Podcast inception is real. You just and it only exists on Friendship Snake. <laughs> we should do them all. We should just say all of them, the series and the and the, the Googles and just say them all. And we'll just have all of the devices streaming our podcast simultaneously at, at, different, uh, at different times. And echoes will be, be fantastic. But but yeah, you're right because we were at his home and he said it, and it just started playing our latest episode. Um, so yeah, I guess maybe podcasts are different, different than music, because people wouldn't build a podcast playlist. I guess. Yeah, I mean, because talking time. about, I mean, between an hour and three hours, right? Like, yeah, well, it would be kind of crazy. Did we? Not uh, to switch topics or whatever. I know, and I know we've got other topics to talk about. Did we ever address the like declassification of the UFO like videos and how no we, one we gives a shit? Talk, we talked about no, it. No, we didn't. And we didn't. And I was waiting because because I know that you and I got heated the last time this conversation came up. Exactly. And I was just waiting for you to say, fuck you, Trace. I told you so. No, I'm not saying that at all. I just, what I find it, <laughs> your opinion is your opinion. You have every right to have it. It's, <laughs> it's okay to disagree. Uh, my. My problem is, is that like no one yeah. cared. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, like literally, the government just said these are UFOs. We don't actually know what they are. Yeah. Um, they exist. Like the these. It's not like uh, I believe they they clarified. And that could be wrong. Gunner would know more than I. I believe they clarified these aren't like camera malfunctions. These are things that are there that we just mm -hmm. can't explain, and like literally, no one gives a shit. It, it reminds me a lot of when when the first pictures of a black hole were taken, and you you're like, okay, great, and you see like the thumbnail, and it looks like black hole sun, and then you cl actually click on the real photo, and you're like, oh my gosh, that I don't even know what I'm looking at, it just looks like a big blur. So when these photos came or when these videos were released, I feel like that it, it they suffer kind of the same problem that most of this footage does, and it's that it's so grainy. That even if it's legitimately like like government sealed video, and you know exactly the pilots and you know exactly when it happened, it's the quality of it is so poor. I don't know if anyone can really talk more about it than what the guys did in the video. Yeah, but you are right because the government I don't think has ever done this, and that's probably what makes it an even more important story. Is that the government's like, here you go. Thank, I mean, thank, after like five or six decades. Go ahead, Gary. I'm sorry. I was, no, I was gonna say thank, thankfully, uh, 
the federal government is such a disaster, like dumpster tire fire at the moment that, yeah, they can pretty much just everything can come out. It's like, oh, by the way, yeah, we just want to let you know JFK. Yeah, we he might have been collaborating with communists. We may have to kill it, you know, just blah, 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 you know, or, you know, it's like, the, listen, the CIA didn't kill him. Um, and the Illuminati is real. Just uh, just yeah. And this no. out today, NASA scientists detect evidence of parallel universe where time runs backwards. Yep. <laughs> they just let it all out right now. Let's just you know all this cool no, shit. Let's the, just the, the, the Mandela effect is real. Are you Let's reading see. a real article title, wait, or did you just pull nope. that out of your ass? No. The New York Post, which you know may or may not be, but it it's NASA. It's a, mm-hmm. it was a uh, at their uh, Anita Antarctic hang test uh, up in Antarctica. Um, they have they run these balloons up. I think this is this is the quick and dirty. So don't quote me on practically any of this. Um, it is it is uh, it looks like legit. It definitely looks like a legit report. It's not like the Onion or anything like that. Um, mm-hmm. A constant wind of higher energy particles arrives on Earth from outer space. Uh, Antarctica is like the best place to observe it yep. and um, analyze it because there's pretty practically no kind of. Uh, you know, radio waves or any type of, of noise, electron, electronical noise up there. Um, low energy subatomic neutrinos with a mass close to zero can pass completely through Earth, but high energy objects are stopped by the solid matter of our planet, according to the report. That means that high energy particles can only be detected coming down from space, but the teams that need to detected heavier particles, so-called tau neutrinos, which come up out of the Earth. Yeah, implies that that these particles are actually traveling backwards in time, suggesting evidence of a parallel universe, according to the Daily Star. Interesting. I find uh, whenever I, <clears throat> whenever you know, a summary of of these scientific findings come out, it's like, oh, we saw this weird stuff happening, and and now we have proof that there's parallel universes. I'm like, eh. You might be stretching your findings. Just well, a in fairness, they say detect evidence of parallel universe. It's not definitely not proof. It's definitely not fact. They can't. It's not hard evidence. Yeah, I would say this would probably exist in kind of high-minded, uh, like quantum physics theory, like shit that I can't wrap my brain around. Right. That's what Gunner's for. Gunner, you heard about this? No, this is the first I've, I've heard of this. Particular I heard it on the radio earlier today. I, I checked it out real quick, and I was like, "Yeah, it looks legit." I have I have I have been living in isolation, uh, generally just doing uh, the Green Acres bit as much as I can while I have the time. And I'm working on my working on uh, finally I, I finally committed fully to the science lab, so that's uh, nice. That's been an exercise in of itself. Bought an aircraft here. I, I bought an. Not an aircraft carrier. I put an aircraft hangar over the over the weekend. How that was that right right here. What? How much did that run you? Uh, forty five hundred. Nice. It's like it's not going to be that because I still got a poor pad and I got to get you know I'm doing the radiant heat and all that stuff. But uh, yeah, you know, and I got to rig it up so it's a impromptu Faraday cage come uh, the apocalypse so that you just park everything in the uh, in the shed when the EMP goes off and hopefully you can start over an aircraft. What? So it's a, what, what you ever, did you ever, are you familiar with what they call a Quonset hut? Cause you're in Rhode Island and that's like one of its national or it's a historical inventions is actually that particular thing. Quonset hut. Uh, it's just like a half pipe sticking out of the ground. 
just pretty much first. yes yes it's, it's an arched metal building yeah but yeah that's know. what you got nice yeah it, it looks like it looks like i had a bridge it looked like we had a bridge on the back of the roll bed when we were carrying it home <laughs> but yeah it's uh I'll tell you this too. Uh, it doesn't matter if you, you get a skid loader or not. Moving a ton and a half of steel is not a trivial exercise, especially when it's floppy. How big is it? Um, I mean, what? It's like thirty by four. It's like well, it's like twelve hundred square feet. Okay. Wow. All right. It's like yeah. the size of my. It's like the size of the inside of my entire house. Yeah. Well, and again, it's an open span, so that's nice, and it's sixteen feet tall, and it's uh, it at the peak of its uh. Yeah, you really did commit to this. I, yes, I, I really did commit to. I really did commit to my. Uh, See, that's how Wade sees it, and that's great. I'm. For me, it's like Gunner bought another structure. Listen, Gunner's gonna insert my my uh, consciousness into a, into a superior cyborg body. Well, actually, yeah. yeah. But wouldn't you want to well, do that in an insulated building? Well, that that is that is gonna be an insulated building. Yeah, because you're gonna turn it into a Faraday cage, and the aluminum foil is gonna. Gonna keep no, that's what the, it's it's steel it's a steel skin. So as long as you as long as you have it actually conductively like bonded as really the, the trick is is the foundation and yeah I don't want to I don't want to derail more than normal in one of our conver our, our podcast conversations. We don't have anything left. We covered our topics this week except oh, for the okay. except for the oh. Apple glasses, but nobody gives a fuck about them. Oh, the <laughs> Apple glasses are fun. <laughs> The apple glass. The apple glasses are one of those projects that keeps getting pushed back because it was actually Apple did the problem of. It's kind of ironic. Apple actually like approached a problem. So here we have to make this work from an engineering perspective versus a product. Because Google just did the stupid HUD. You know, like it has a little eyepiece and it like would blast. It would blast like the crappy monochrome graphics into your eye. And Apple went through the whole thing of, okay, so we need to have this as a 40K display, and it has to be able to do all this stuff. You know, it has to be able to, like, do, like, 97% accurate. I, I, human I think gesture. the watch is stupid. I think it's a stupid fucking device. Mm -hmm. I think the watch is for people who don't have pockets. So in that case, it's amazing for them. But for people with pockets, they should have a phone. It can do more. It's, it's faster. Um, maybe it's not as good as detecting when you slip and fall, but besides that, the phone is superior in every way. In my opinion, my opinion well, is like, is just my opinion and whatever. I mean, I'm always going to share it because that's the type of person that I am. Glasses on the other hand, I fucking want them. I well, want no, and glasses the, and, and the, because well, the watch, the watch is really just an impromptu workaround. The glasses, not having the glasses, the glasses are going to be crazy because like kids can actually be in school. Like watching a movie while their teachers are teaching. You know what I mean? They can actually be like texting with their eyes. The teachers are going to start like, like they're going to have to start like, like watching the kids' eyes to see if they're scrolling or see if they're, if they're blinking and responding or do whatever gestures are going to be built into the system. They're going to have to like, like watch the kids' eyes or, or even worse, like ban that frame. Like, sorry, those glasses frames are not allowed in our school because they look just like the Apple glasses. Dude, talk about like if 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 the technology is actually there. Uh, talk about, I mean, things from you essentially could have a camera on your head, which I guess you could now, but you could have a camera on your face that could literally mm -hmm. just upload to the cloud in probably two, one or two commands, upload to the cloud or post to yeah. you know wherever. 
it was a pretty big problem. There were there were classes that were offered. A gunner, do you remember them? Which classes had a camera on them, and it was a pretty big problem? No, that, I mean actually, that would have been the Google Glass. Was or, it the Google um, Glass? It yeah. was the same problem, Wade. And people were people were actually upset because they were constantly being recorded, and they didn't like. There was no way for the people in the room to know whether or not they were being recorded by the glasses. So, no, you're completely right. That's another issue. And I don't think it's an issue. I, I think it's kind of a good thing, um, especially encounters with the police, where maybe they're not doing things that are above board. Uh, which believe it or not, that shit happens. But uh, even crazier, you're hanging out with people and drinking and you say something that you didn't really mean to say, or you didn't, you were hoping wasn't going to be recorded. It could be played back to the world. Now, at least now somebody has to kind of like sneak a can a phone out and look like super sketchball. Once the glasses are involved, how do you know? And I'm sure Apple, they're always been big on privacy, so I'm sure they'll have some indicator on there when it's recording, but all it's going to take is for somebody to bypass that light, to bypass that indicator. And we're start, we've pretty much, Apple has accidentally gotten rid of privacy forever, but I want a pair. I want a pair so bad. And then it just kind of becomes like North Korea where everyone's just snitching on everyone. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, I, I mean, I don't know how long it'll take for the computers to be there. But like most of the work we do on computers, we wouldn't need a full-blown computer for if we had a screen in it right in front of our face. Like it completely changes. Like the, 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 the smartphone completely changed the way that we compute. The glasses are going to change it again. Like I'm so fucking excited about these things. Um, and there's, they've announced a price. So these are coming. Like they announced the price is 500 bucks for these things. Which isn't really that expensive, considering how much like the top of the line Apple Watch costs. I right guess now. it depends on how like what you can do with it, right? Like I guess it kind of, I guess it completely depends. Gunner, have you been following this the technology that Samsung's been putting into their brand new televisions? I mean, other than the hor horrific general spyware stuff that they do now, uh, not. I mean, like not really. I mean, no, just the uh, the new LCDs. Or are you talking about the the micro LED that micro LED stuff that they've been the or the quantum LED or the micro the LED? quantum the quantum yeah because they're ditching the micro and they're going to the quantum now. Okay. That I bought it. Yeah. So so they were gonna so so Apple's going to the micro LED. Um, that's what their next line of uh, laptops are going to be using. They were having a really hard time getting the micro LED from phone size up to. Um, PC size, right? Wasn't wasn't there like a technological hurdle there? Yeah, well, but it's a, it's a pixel it's a pixel density thing. Like you can only actually have an individual switching element a certain size with that technology. Yeah, so it worked like it worked in phones, but it was hard to go bigger. Um, apparently, Samsung, and this is this is pretty new news. Um, Samsung was has everyone thought they were going to go to the mini led and they were talking about the mini leds but they ended up switching back to the quantum leds and uh I, of course i can't describe it and it's probably shame on me for even bringing it up because it's just i don't i really don't comprehend the technology that well but from what i understand it it's not so much of the uh, of the brightness it's the color accuracy and they're able to do something where they they put a certain amount of voltage through some substrate and it changes the uh, the color that passes through it. And Connor probably knows all about how this works. But I guess the next line of TVs are um, 
are going to focus more in that direction and lessen the the uh, mini LED direction. Um, which I guess the advantage to that is is that the flexibles end up being even more possible because you don't have to layer yep. as many um, films, something like that. So that's going to be interesting. But man, these glasses, I, I just want to fucking see what they're like. I want to see what, uh, uh, what Apple's version of an operating system looks like through, through the lenses of, of a pair of glasses. I want to see where they've gone. Because have you guys used watchOS? No. Have you used it, Gunner? No, I have not. I, I don't love the concept of the watch, but the operating system is fucking awesome. Like the whole idea that you have these like apps that are all just these little circle bubbles and you can just like, like wave them around with your finger, right. And select the right one. Um, the reason I don't like it is because I feel like the screen is too small and I feel like your finger is too big as an input device. So that's why I really want to see where the glasses go because I, I mean, is it, isn't it safe to say that the glasses have to look at your pupils? Um, in theory, yes. Uh, it, it really depends on what specifically you're attempting to do as far as eye tracking. Um, I, I, I mean, like you're looking at the pupils themselves, but they can also basically do it from uh, color mapping the the iris and pupil itself. Mm-hmm. So you're you're basically you know you're looking for color percentages relative to areas in the screen, and you can infer where what area of the screen you're looking at itself. This gets into this get this gets into some fun stuff because, um, the the trick is it's not you don't you don't want to know just know where somebody's looking specifically. You also want to know where in that point in space they're focusing on as well. Right. The other thing is, is that these things are announced just like the Apple Watch was. It, it, they're only supposed to work with an iPhone when they first yep. come out. So the, now if you buy an Apple Watch, you can buy one that actually is independent of your phone. So you can technically have an Apple Watch operate as your full-blown phone, I guess you could say. You can have a SIM card. It can make phone calls. It can receive texts. And through voice commands, you can text back. Probably sucks, but it's possible. With these, they're saying that it's only going to be supported on the phone. So part of me is like, well, you know, maybe they're just going to make a really good monitor. Which is still going to be pretty fucking cool. But maybe they're just going to make a monitor, right? Maybe they're just going to finally bring augmented reality as a screen in front of your face. Kind of wipe out all the 3D stuff that's out there now and actually have a nice pair of glasses. Because if you remember... um, um, well, not if you remember, but there, the 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 VR space is still kind of like just waiting to emerge. I feel like it's stalled again. Yeah, uh, there there haven't been any real advances. They've they've. I think they, it's just the second time they've climbed the mountain. Maybe next time they decide uh, to get better. No, but mean, but like, what I, happens I with a Wade? What happens when your glasses actually can do it? I, I mean, like Wade, I don't. The the problem was is that they had to get the hype first, and the hype was done. The hype was done with incomplete products, and we're still at the incomplete yeah. product phase. But I don't know if you've like been following with the quest. The quest is fully self contained. Yeah. Um. You can That's... use it as a PC. You can use it as mm-hmm. a actual normal PC headset. It's got inside out 
camera tracking, so like it doesn't need. That's the, the one. I, that's the one that me and my son were looking at. And it also they just did the they they finally did the firmware update so that if you have a USB C port on your computer, you can just use a USB C cable to connect the Quest to it as a, a VR display without right. It's another display. I, it's still though. I still. I still, I still kind of agree with with Wade's sentiments though, because there, there's this. I, I've, I've tried it out. I've tried out the like the, the the PlayStation's VR experience, which of course is a cable, but it's it's a good experience. It tracks your head really well and stuff like that. And the controller input is really nice, and the graphics are good. Um, I've done all the the different phone adapters. We can we can use VR through your phone. And one of my biggest complaints is still visibility because you you you're bumping into walls. You're you're getting very disoriented. So I'm excited to see the glasses thing happen again. I I know Google's Google ended up ending their product. Um, but what I like about Apple's is they look like a pair of glasses that somebody would wear. They just look like a pair of glasses. They don't have a big chunk on them like the Oakleys yeah. that used to play music had on them. They're just a regular pair of black frame glasses. Yeah. Very thin black frame glasses. And Apple has they support prescription lenses, supposedly. <laughs> yeah, which you, well, you have to. The, you have Apple to. Has, Apple has the advantage that they can design the entire stack from the ground up. They're not packaging somebody else's... Right components and i mean you know like they are let's see they're not just taking somebody else's design and packaging it in like the the the, the thing with the the apple at least the first prototypes of the glasses that they were working with is that they had actually come up with their own camera asics and stuff like that because that was part of it too is that they they they're so they're not doing vr their thing is ar which is that yeah. augmented reality but their their trick was it wasn't like some little like freaking peekaboo thing in front of somebody's eye. They mm -hmm. were actually they were actually designing it so that the entire panel was a optically tunable display surface. I can't wait. A. I can't wait. And they could they, and they could they could they could do all the you know like they had the they had the experience designing the drive electronics and stuff like that that they could drive a, two 4K panels hanging off the side of your fucking face at 60 frames a second so you don't get pukey. I just I mean if you think about like how many times you're watching television right you're playing a video game or something along those lines and you stop and you say to yourself man I wish I could just mount a television on my on my ceiling. Right, yep. just for the small temporary time that you just feel like laying down, right? Or you know, I mean, you want to take it to another way. Like, what if you're getting a massage, right? You want to watch one of your shows while you're getting a massage, but your face is down in that thing. There's, there's, we we haven't consumed video in a lot of different like positions, I guess, for lack of a better term. As, because it, it makes more sense for our screens to kind of be set up perpendicular to the floor. Um, I'm really interesting to see what this is going to do. I'm super excited about having these glasses, although they'll probably the first iteration of them will probably um, probably suck. And uh, the, the downside to this really is if they're not compatible with like the PCs yet, if, if you still need a phone, then I have to go buy a fucking iPhone. Yeah. That's probably if it's really, really great, that's probably gonna be their their kicker. Like we're only we're only allowing this uh yeah for iPhone. Yeah, I, probably I, this, this probably won't be an iPhone. My 
I really, really despise uh, iOS that much that mm-hmm. I, uh, I, I'll never switch, even with glasses, uh, which are very, very cool. Super excited for those. It'd be really great if I could pair those with my phone, my Android, but I'll, I'll never, ever get an iPhone. I used it once for work. It was awful. What if it worked on an iPad? Would you buy yourself an iPad just to have the glasses? Because if you think about the stuff you consume, it might be just as good on a on a tablet, and that way you don't have to switch your entire phone experience over. No, but then I gotta carry the iPad with me. Like my my thing is like at, I'm not so much caring about watching like YouTube videos and stuff. I'm caring about like I'm doing something and oh, an email yeah. pops up, and it's like you know what, pop that email. Let me take a look yeah. at it right now. Right. You know, maybe verbally reply with it, or if you know you've got your mouse and keyboard you know if you've got wirelessly or bluetooth if you could link those bluetooth to your to your glasses and be like you know switch to mouse switch to mouse and keyboard switch to the augma uh, the, the whatever different input and then just type out something quick send it away and then go on to whatever whatever you're doing you know it's funny because with all the predictions of the future you know it's like people knew we were going to have stuff kind of like a cell phone i mean uh, 2001 a space odyssey essentially had the ipad um in it way back whenever what was it 70s 60s when was that made uh late 70s late 70s Pretty they sure. essentially they essentially had the ipad actually to the point where apple had to drop the lawsuit because that video was brought up <laughs> in the court case I think it was Samsung versus Apple or Apple versus Samsung. And Samsung's like, yeah, you didn't invent oh, that. Invent- My bad. What's that? 68. 68. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, so, so this, some of this stuff has been predicted, but like, you know, nobody could have predicted the fact that we were going to be carrying the computers around with us. Right. That's something that you just didn't think about back in the sixties. You knew that something like that was going to exist, but you didn't think that you're going to be like, like the phone was going to be shrunk down to your pocket and then the phone would eventually replace the computer. So, you know, it's like, uh, the same thing with glasses. Like if these glasses take off and if they eventually end up becoming their own computer, it's going to be weird when everyone all of a sudden has glasses. It's going to be strange. Well, how long before the, uh, the like ocular implants? (laughs) Yeah, I guess that would be the next stage. So maybe the glasses are just a small step there. That they're just a little, like a little blip. You remember back in 2024 where everyone had glasses? You just project that onto our retinas? <laughs> yeah, I'm down with that. I think, are we at time? Yeah. We passed time. Yeah, that's what I figured. Yeah, we, we, went, we went over a little bit. I should have just let Gunnar talk about his, um, um, his 30 by 40. Mistake. Mistakes were made, but that being said, thank you everyone for listening, but, uh, We've run over at this point, and it is my job to kill it. Next, next, next week, I can tell you how we had to do when we went to go pick up the thing. Uh, the story of the unmarked police car uh, ripping a kid out of a car that we were attempting to tow before we went to go pick up the. Uh... Well, I can't wait to hear that story. Um, <laughs> good, good, good job. We will. We will uh, yeah, I know. Sorry, get cliffhanger right here. If you. Seven people want to hear what happens next, then tune in next week. Tune in next week. <laughs> same bad time, same bad that channel. channel. With that though, uh, thanks for uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Um, we uh, we appreciate your support and your comments and suggestions. And uh, we'll catch you later. Take us on out of here, Gunner. <laughs> <laughs>